Hello, and welcome to Food Fitness Feelings, the podcast to help you through your health journey. Today is episode five. I'm talking about proteins, the macronutrient. I'm going through my macronutrient series here. Last week, I talked about carbs and how they are broken down for fuel in our body and how they help us. So this week, I want to dive into protein, which they're, especially in American society, we think protein is the end-all be-all of macronutrients to build muscle and If you're working out, you need to drink a protein shake after, and yada, yada, yada. But you don't really know why you have to do that stuff, so you just ingest more protein than you need kind of deal, which there's a balance to everything. So if one's heavier than the other, it doesn't really help your body at all. So going into proteins here, they're made up of amino acids, And they're kind of described as the building blocks of protein. So I like to imagine like a brick house. If the house is a cell, the bricks are the amino acids to help build that cell. So there's 20 different amino acids in your body. And eight of them we cannot create. We have to eat them to to be able to use them. Um, two of them we do create, but they're in small amounts, not enough for us to what we need in a day. So these 10 are called essential amino acids. Uh, essential amino acids are ones that we need to eat daily, um, through obviously food or if you're drinking protein shakes, stuff like that. Um... So a little bit of a fun fact with amino acids is when we're building a new cell and we're basically doing cell division in our nucleus, we we have a lot of different things working on in there, but basically if we're going into the DNA of a nucleus, we copy and paste the DNA, the amino acid sequence in there to create a new cell and it's very specific per the cell so if one of those amino acids is out of place like it didn't get copy and pasted correctly um the function of that cell is wrong so it either changes functions of what it was supposed to be the first time or it basically gets scrapped it's just like this isn't right And it gets washed away, basically. But it's interesting out of, you know, hundreds of amino acids, the sequence of it, if one is wrong, just one, it's wrong. The whole cell is, like, scrapped. Uh, Protein is really important in your growth years. So uh, in your childhood years, it's important. Um because you're generating new stuff all the time you're growing um so you need more protein because it's made protein is made up of everything uh in your body it's made up of tissues like muscles and organs 
in your DNA, I just talked about a little, and in your bones. It's even in your bones, it's in everything. So in your growth years, it's really important to make sure you're getting enough protein. It's important in pregnancy, obvious reasons. You're growing a little baby human. You're going to need it. You're developing new things. It, you need to build up that tissue, those organs, and everything in, the, in your little baby. And uh, if you're working out, it's good for building muscle, obviously. Um, if you have a good combination of protein and carbs, that's your literal ticket to building muscle. Because you have to have enough carbs that it's not breaking down your muscle, but you need enough protein that you're rebuilding that muscle up after you break it down. It's, it's pretty interesting. But, um, so there's a few, I want to say more than a few, there's several functions for protein. Because it is in literally everything, um, it does a lot for the body. So it helps with your structure through collagen. You know, your, I know that got really big here the past handful of years for your hair, skin, and nails for all, all of us girls, but... Um, it's actually also 30% of your bone structure, which is insane. Just think like you thought it was all calcium and it's actually like 30% collagen. But it also helps in um, regulation. Uh, last week I talked about insulin. Helps with that. Um, insulin helps regulate your blood sugar. It also helps with your immune functions. Um, your antibodies are made of protein, which are kind of cool. I'll probably talk about it in a future podcast, but antibodies are very um, specific. They only go after one thing. Like, they're literally, like, searching for one little, like, for example, a COVID cell. That's the only thing they're looking for. Protein also helps with transportation. Hemoglobin, um, which is in your blood cells, it's what transports your oxygen around your body. It also helps with a catalytic function. Catalytic is to break down enzymes. Uh, enzymes are very specific, just like antibodies. Um, for example, if you eat any kind of sugar, like a, a sucrose is table sugar. Um, we need the enzyme sucrase to break it down just so it's easier to, to digest when it gets, um, to that phase of the cycle. Or a little fun fact, if you are lactose intolerant, that just means that you do not have the enzyme lactase to break it down. Um, which is kind of interesting, like, how our body doesn't synthesize lactase to break down milk, but, like, some, some of us do, some of us don't. It's interesting. So, when we eat protein for our metabolism, it doesn't work the same as carbs or fats. So, last week I talked about carbs where we eat it. And our digestion has the, the rule, use it now or store it for later. 
we don't store protein. So we break it down and we'll use it to create new protein in our body, which, as I just said, it's literally fucking everywhere. You can't get away from it. Or if we don't need the um, amino acids in the protein at that time, it'll get used to create new glucose, uh, which is not the preferred method of glucose, but it'll use it. That's literally, there's no other way around it. It's either going to use it for the amino acids for new protein, or it's going to use it for glucose for energy at that time. So getting into food choices for protein, there's two types for this. There's a complete protein And a complete protein is a food that has all of your essential amino acids. So it's all in one food. You're good to go. You got all your amino acids. And then you have your incomplete proteins. These are the foods that are at least missing one amino acid. That's all it has to be missing to be an incomplete protein, which is kind of insane to me. You think it'd be a little bit more than that, but I guess it makes sense. So, the foods that are in your complete protein list are mainly your animal products. A lot of nutrition experts, stuff like that, they'll suggest doing a, if you're going on a diet of some sort, they're going to suggest a lean meat for your protein. Just because any kind of meat product you eat is going to be a... um a scent or a complete protein and then it's also going to have a lot of protein in it so it's just an easier better choice but doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong to eat an incomplete protein which I'll go into but any animal product is a complete protein so eggs chicken beef fish those are all complete proteins have all your amino acids they are good to go there's only like a couple plant proteins that are complete proteins and that's quinoa which is a grain um and soybeans which is like tofu is a complete protein stuff like that the only thing downfall with these is they're lower on protein than if you ate a chicken breast they're not gonna have as much protein in it but it'll have your amino acids As far as your incomplete protein list, a lot of these are leafy greens or beans, um, stuff like that, where they're more of a protein food, but they don't have all the amino acids in it to be considered a complete protein, which brings me into if you are a vegan or a vegetarian where you're not eating animal products or if you're a vegan or yeah if you're eating if you're a vegan and you're not eating any animal products so no yogurt eggs cheese anything I know vegetarians you can eat byproducts of animals but if you're more on the vegan side you're gonna want to eat complementary proteins so these are two protein sources that will equal a complete protein. And obviously these are going to be more on the plant side for vegans, you know, the obvious there. 
and there's what I've kind of found that are the best and what other nutrient experts think are the best combinations. So the first one is pairing a bean and a whole grain. So that can be like black beans and brown rice. Or that could be hummus and whole grain pita chips. Kind of having those combinations are going to get you your all of your amino acids in one. Uh, the next one is nuts or seeds and whole grains. So peanut butter and wheat bread. That's a complete protein, combining the two. And the last one is beans and nuts or seeds. So, for example, you could get a salad with chickpeas or black beans and then throw in some sunflowers or sesame seeds, depending on your vibe of the salad. Um, But having those paired um, complementary proteins are going to help you build a complete protein if you are a vegan. I know that's kind of hard to do getting enough protein in your day plus having the amino acids but just understanding how to pair them is such a I don't want to say game changer but it'll kind of help you build a better meal plan and kind of understand if you go out and you're looking for more of a protein pairing those two will help in that sense So with eating protein, you want to make sure variety is key. You don't want to get it just from one source. And let's be honest, it's pretty boring if you only get it from one source. Um, And if you are vegan or vegetarian, it's not... If you don't get all of your amino acids in every meal, that's fine. You want to try to do that, but don't think that... It's not okay to just eat, you know, let's say you just want a leafy green salad of some sort where you're getting some of them, but you're not getting all of them. It's fine. It's not the end of the world, but you want to try to get all of your amino acids as much as you can. And actually eating protein with every meal will help you feel fuller longer just because of how we digest it and where it gets digested in your body. It's more in your small intestine is where that gets absorbed and broken down. So that's going to sit in your stomach longer and it's going to make you fuller longer than if you eat, you know, let's say you eat, I don't know, a Pop-Tart for breakfast. Um... Or if you're on the go, you're just like, screw it, I just need to eat something real fast. You're going to be hungry, no lie, probably an hour and a half later because like it's digested really fast. So if you make it a goal to have protein with every meal or try to have it in your snacks or whatever, you're going to feel a lot fuller throughout the day and you're not going to eat as much throughout the day as the goal of eating protein with every meal but another thing is with protein powder 
if you're looking into that, you want to... It honestly depends on what you're looking for. You're going to have to do the research on it. I'm not going to go into it really deep in here, but whey protein is pretty much the standard everywhere protein. Um, it's made from milk. It's a milk protein. So if if you don't agree with milk, it's not really the best. I've used pea protein. I actually like pea protein. It doesn't really make me feel as bloated as whey protein does. But the importance of a protein powder is if you're in a hurry in the morning, it's super easy to make a protein shake. Or right after you're done working out, you want to drink that protein so it doesn't break down your muscle. You'll have enough to generate the new muscle that you're building. That's why a lot of people suggest getting a protein powder. Um, but don't go crazy with it. Don't think that you have to eat like an extra amount of protein like because you're trying to build muscle. Yes and no on that. You're going to want to eat more if you're building muscle, but you need a balance like I talked about before with carbs plus protein, that's like, you know, the ticket to building muscle. But I hope some of this helps you kind of understand protein a little bit better, how the amino acids of it, that's the the main thing of protein. We need them to build new things in our body. Um, and food choices are key. So we get all of those amino acids to build new things. It doesn't even, like, it's literally everywhere. (laughs) It helps us with everything. So they are important. And food choices are important. Try to choose, in my opinion, a lean meat is normally what I go for. But, you know, sometimes you're just not feeling it and you want... You want more of a, you know, a vegetarian plant vibe with your protein. That's fine. Just pairing them the right way is important. And I'll put the pairings in my show notes if you guys wanted to actually physically see them. I know I'm more of a visual person, so I'll put them in there. And I'm really hoping this will help you guys with your meal plans and help you out in the gym. All right. Have a good one.